What is up, my sweet sugar bears and britches and bushes? <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to, I think, what is this, the third episode yeah. of season five of Snacks Packs, where we talk about true crimes and the crimes that they're based off of. Movies. Movies. The true movies. movies and the true crimes that they're based off of. Um, that's yeah, what we, I meant. we did some good ones, man. I was listening to them. The, the, they were surprisingly very complex. I have cases. a really good feeling about this. Yeah, season. it's a good season. We need to just turn ourselves into a true crime podcast. Maybe I'm telling you, <laughs> it'd be a lot of content. It'd be easy to find. Yeah, it would. Oh, fuck yeah, dude! Oh, uh, mm. this episode we're doing. I love you, Philip Morris. Uh, yeah, so I watched this movie and I. Like, yeah, you I, hadn't seen it at I all. Never. Let's se- talk I, about how you thought about the movie. I had seen the like picture of this movie. Like I had seen the cover of this movie on like streaming services, but I never thought that like. The plot of the movie is something I didn't think it. I thought it was dude. just going to be like two dudes fall in love in prison. Cool, like, whatever. Uh, yeah, the time tales. But the also time. like a story about just first of all two mega famous stars in two thousand and nine yeah, doing so a gay I, couple. When I, was, I when I saw who was in it, I was like Jim because I I remember they when kiss. I kiss. It's amazing. When I watched <laughs> <laughs> when I watched the movie, <clears throat> I remember seeing trailers for this movie. I was like. I was like, I remember watching this movie, but I didn't think it was the movie that it was. I thought, yeah, unless there is a movie out there where Jim Carrey has an alternate personality that's also a gay dude. Um, uh, oh, maybe uh, cable? No, no, it's not Cable Guy. But uh, oh, I, uh, me, me, myself, and Irene. Is, is it that, that it? one? Yeah, is I that think that's it? what you're that talking about. Be. He has an alternate personality. It's it gotta gay? be it. Yeah, he okay. fucks himself with a big deal. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay. That's definitely then that's it. definitely it. Never mind. Uh, but I do remember <laughs> seeing uh, Jim Carrey. See, yeah, dude, what a, a fucking, legend. The Earth will not be the same when Jim no, Carrey leaves us. Like that true. dude. That dude is a cornerstone of my childhood. Honestly, like, I fucking love him. Even I, Bruce Almighty, dude. Like, yeah, amazing. Oh yeah, I just want to get famous enough to where we can meet Jim. For the people who don't know about this movie, it stars Jim Carrey, Ewan McGregor. Those are the two main characters. Stephen J. Russell. Oh, wait, no, you're going deep into the cast. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying Stephen Russell <laughs> is the, oh, yeah. the real name of Jim Carrey. Wait, I got and, this. Yeah, yeah I okay. got this. Okay, so basically what happens is I uh, this time I described the movie plot to you, and then yes. Goose is going to describe what actually happened. Um, so Stephen J. Russell, who is played by Jim Carrey, he's a police officer in Virginia Beach. Um, he's got a loving wife, Virginia. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, he's got a loving wife and daughter. Uh, in the beginning of the film, we find out he's adopted. Like he's a kid and his parents bring him into the living room. And they're like, Oh, we don't know how to tell you this. And his brother's like, you're adopted. And they're like, well, yeah, there you go. you're adopted. Yeah. <laughs> phenomenally funny. Uh, so he grows up in this little small town. He grows up to be a police officer. Um, and he's like a family man to the core, like plays the organ at church, basically a preacher, um, just like really drives home the fact that like he's a church going Christian. Uh, same with his wife. Uh, you know, they're all about like, there's a scene where he walks into work and he's got this box with a name on it. And it's the name of his biological mom and his wife and him are at their house and they're like banging one out. Uh, you can tell not either of them really having a good no, time. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Oh, I fucking basically is like, I use my police powers to get you know, the deeds of my biological mother in the middle of having, in the middle sex. Of having yeah. sex. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, well, let's go do it. And he's like, hold on, let me finish first. And then they go downstairs Ugh. and they're drinking milk while they like, while they go through these files. <laughs> I'm like, 
That's just the, like the weirdest white person thing I've ever seen. <laughs> sipping milk. Yeah, sipping. I milk. had a family in Illinois that would always drink milk with dinner, and no. I was like, Ugh. God damn, like spaghetti so, and milk yeah, was my, their favorite. I, my brother got like tacos, like milk Ew. with his tacos one time. I was like, You're a psychopath, dude. And like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I used to like have me and my older brother had this weird thing. I've that, like, slammed some milk in my yeah. Day. There's there's me and my older brother had this one thing like one week out of the summer we would only drink like, like wait I get a burp that. There we go. Um, we would only drink. We would only drink milk. It was weird, and then Coca Cola as well, like original Coke. I don't drink regular soda anymore, but for some reason, there's one week out of the summer where I would just like crave like Coca Cola. That's just, very I, bizarre. I did, and my older brother with the commercial the, the thing, advertisers dude. are like, <laughs> yeah, we got that motherfucker. Um, but so there, he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go talk to her. You know, I'm gonna reconnect with my biological mother. So he goes to her house, and he's like, hey. Um, it's just you, and she's like, "Yeah, that's me." And he's like, "Well, I'm your son. Why'd you give me away? Just want to reconnect with you." And she basically is like, "Yeah, get fucked," and rejects him. Uh, yeah, very sh- ruthless. Yeah, very, very ruthless. She's like, "Yeah, no. Um, see you later. Like, I don't want anything to do with you," which makes no sense. Like, the dude's an adult. Obviously, he understands that you didn't want him at the time. Like, be a nice person. You know, uh, talk I to him. have experience with meeting my biological father, and they don't really give a. Shit. Yeah, yeah, no, I can definitely. Yeah, yeah. they're just um, like, I got rid of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason I didn't want I mean, you. Yeah, it wasn't like, to reconnect right. later. It's not like I thought we were gonna be friends, but damn. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to talk shit. Yeah. Uh, so after she rejects him, he's like, "Yeah, fuck this." He quits the police force because really the only reason he became a police officer was to find his biological mother. Uh, he moves his family to Texas where he works in the quote unquote family business working for Cisco, basically selling produce. So yeah, did I mention he's also like a flaming homosexual? He is a gay man, but he's not out of the closet yet. Uh, so one night he's driving home after a secret meeting with his gay lover. They were banging one out. Um, there's a lot of sex in this Yeah, movie. there's a lot of sex. It's, it's like honestly, pretty graphic. Yeah, 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 it's like really graphic sex. Jim Carrey. Yeah, dude. In really 2009. Driving home, bro. We didn't think gay it. people were cool yet. Love to see it. I, I, I... I, I don't know about insane. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. No, um, I mean like they didn't. E- they weren't even allowed to get married yet, right? Wasn't that after? What? Yeah, actually, when was gay marriage? I think it was 2013. Gay marriage. Was yeah, because we talked about it in the last season. What was it? 2013. 2015. 20. Damn, that was later. So than yeah, we thought. so yeah. he was way ahead of yes, the curve on yeah, this. For real, That's crazy because yeah, they weren't really it, even portraying. Yeah. people. They were. They had like token gay people, but they weren't portraying yeah. actual members of the LGBT community in cinema like as normal people like they are yeah it's crazy to me that people are like oh they're really just putting all these gays in my 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 kid shows my media i'm like hey newsflash asshole they've been around and i'm like before like there there are any gay people in hollywood are you serious yeah do you think that they are like they need to wear like a marker that they're gay you know they're normal people right yeah like they just live among us and like do whatever they yeah. want in their life, like normal you, people yeah. lives. Yeah, God, dude, straight people are wild to me. Straight <laughs> people are so crazy. Um, <clears throat> um, so he's having after having this affair, whatever, with this uh, lover, he gets into a car accident. Um, just gets straight fucking t boned, and as he's in the hospital or whatever, he's like going to the hospital. He's like, I, you know, I'm gonna live my true self. He's like, I'm not no more hiding, no more doing what this, that, and the other. I'm going to be who I want to be no matter what. So he leaves his family. He comes out. He moves to Miami. Surprisingly, like, he has a really good relationship with his ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, like, I like, thought that was cool how yeah, they do that. Even though she's, like, a super devout Christian, too. Like, uh, yeah. He has a good relationship with his ex-wife. Like, he calls her and stuff like that. Like, um, It's funny because, uh, so, 
he moves to Miami. Uh, he keeps in touch with the family. Even though his ex-wife is still religious, she still supports Steven. Uh, he has a boyfriend named Jimmy, and they live a very, like, extravagant, lavish lifestyle. Uh, but one of my really, one of my favorite scenes was, like, he's like, yeah, you know, being an openly gay man, blah, 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 is great. But what they don't tell you is that it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. And so he's, like, he's basically, like, it goes through scenes of him, like, putting, like, soap on the floor of a grocery store and, like, slipping and Oh, yeah, slipping Jimmy shit. Yeah, yeah. he becomes basically a con man, like, insurance fraud, identity theft, uh, credit card fraud, you name it, he does it. It's anything to get money to support him and Jimmy's lifestyle. You know, that shit was a lot easier back in the 90s. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. back in the 90s, you could do you that. Could do that. Yeah. Now it's not like that. You would get caught yeah, in a heart immediately because yeah. there's cameras everywhere. Dude, yeah, no, absolutely not. So, um, like, uh, well, like when he goes and he gives Jimmy this watch and Jimmy's like, it's like a gold watch, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I like it, blah, 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 blah. And Steven's like, no, you hate it. And Jimmy's like, no, I like it. And he's like, oh, no, you hate it. Just say you hate it. And Jimmy's like, no, I like it. And he's like, no, you fucking hate it. That's why I got you the silver one, dipshit. Oh, and he's like, the gold looks God. for me, stupid. <laughs> I was like, goddamn. And then there's the scene where, where uh, his ex-wife opens her Christmas present. And it's just like blocks of cash. Like, it's just like <laughs> wads of cash. And she's like, I can't accept this. And then his daughter opens her Christmas present, and it's just wads of cash. Yeah. And she's like, Mom, look. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was hilarious. But so, <clears throat> um, basically, he lives this lifestyle of going to expensive clubs, buying expensive things. Like, he is the it guy. If people want to know where what's happening at the time or where to go, they talk to, they talk to Steven. Um, but uh, eventually, it catches up with him. He gets arrested. So he gets arrested after jumping off a parking garage. He tries to kill himself, like, twice. Once, eating a bunch of pills in a truck uh, or in a car on the freeway. Yeah. Uh, and drinking alcohol doesn't work. And then he jumps off a parking garage. But the parking garage, he was kind of trying to escape, not kill himself. He just missed yeah, uh, the, yeah. The bags of trash. So he is sent to prison where he meets Philip Morris, played by Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi fucking uh, Ewan McGregor, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I saw I, it. I was like, Ewan? Oh, uh, Obi-Wan's really out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> really out here. And he's like a really gay dude. Yeah, he's like, movie. yeah, it's not, it's like, it's not one of these things. Where the main character has underlying gay tones. Like, they are fully out and like, this yeah. is me, this is who I am, accept it or fuck off. Um, so he's gorgeous in this oh, movie. Oh, they they are both like a baby. So it's Ewan crazy. is fucking beautiful, yeah. and even Jim Carrey, like something about him, he has this like he can do it. He has this like you are going to protect me, and you're going to make sure I'm taken care it's of. It's because he's tall. Yeah, I think that might be it. But uh, so he um, meets Ewan, and they just instantly hit off. They are in love, love at first sight, in the truest sense of the words. Um, they don't want to be separated. Like, Philip gets moved to a different unit, and Steven pulls some strings, so he gets moved to that unit. Um, <clears throat> um, also, the word is my bond scene, where he's like, My hey, word is bond! <laughs> so oh they my have a God. cellmate, and he's like, will you, he, the cellmate has a radio, he's like, will you play this cassette tape for us so we can dance? Uh, they give him like 10 bucks, and then he's like, you gotta play it all the way through, though, and the guy's like, my word is my bond, motherfucker! You're like, and, they're right, like, right. and he's like, they're like, oh yeah, thanks, I guess, your word is your bond, and then like, Lights out happens, and the prison guards are like, turn that fucking music off. And the guy's like, well, my word is my bond. And, like, 15 prison guards come in and start beating him up. You don't see any of it, You don't too. see any of it. Yeah. It's just while Jim Carrey and Obi-Wan Kenobi are are uh, are slow dancing, you just hear it happening in the background. And I just, love that scene. The whole time, he's like, my word is my bond. He's, like, fighting these prison guards. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, eventually, Steven gets released from prison. Uh, he fakes being a lawyer to help Philip get released as well. Um, and 
you know, he tells Philip that he is a lawyer. The only reason he can fake this off is because he spends all of his time in the jail's library. They meet, yeah, they meet in <clears> the they library. In the, yeah. He says he's like a lawyer. Then, yeah, they meet in the library, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. I can help you with whatever. But he just reads a lot of law books because you're in prison. There's not much else for you to do. So he fakes like he's uh, Ewan's lawyer and then gets him out of jail. And then uh, fucking Ewan has a friend who needs a lawyer, and Steven's like, yeah, I can do that. This dude this dude is the the epitome of fake it till you make it. Like, it, absolutely. Oh, he's a god. So he goes and, and represents this woman um, that one of Ewan's friends represents her in court, doesn't know what the fuck he is doing, uh, and then he eventually is like, oh, I want to see, oh, you know, I want to see the judge in his chambers, and both lawyers go back, and he just, like, pulls the old, you know what I'm talking about, and the judge is sitting there looking at him, and he's like, and as Jim Carrey is about to say something, the judge is like, are you talking about? And he's yeah. he says this one case, and Jim Carrey's like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking <laughs> and about. And, and, and the other lawyer is like, oh, God like, damn it. Yeah. Um, and just pulls this whole thing out of his ass. Like, it, it, it's amazing to see. So when him and Ewan get released, you know, they're, they're like, okay, we need jobs. Like, I need, I need a way to fund our lifestyle. So uh, he gets a... Job at a company called USAM, USAMM, and basically, you would think he gets a job as like an accountant or something like that, whatever, you know, like some low position but still makes decent money. No, he lies, lies his way into a CFO position. Lies his way into a CFO position. Like, I don't know who... I mean, if there's any world that's really bullshit, it's the the fast business. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Truly. I don't know who... Uh, I don't... The boss of this... And it is the 90s. Yeah, it is the 90s, too. But the the the, the head of this company must have been a fucking idiot. I don't... I'm just... Yeah. And, and Steven must have been a really good liar. We know that he is a good liar because of all his track record. But whatever. He gets this job as a CFO. He has no clue what he's doing. He's never been to school. Never... He was a cop in the end, like, before all this. Um, and a lawyer. <laughs> and a, and, 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 and a lawyer, I guess. So he has this amazing, dope job as a CFO, and he's still like, this is not enough money to fund the lifestyle I want. So he realizes that this money they're sending out to doctors from the company is just sitting there for a short period of time. So what he does is he creates a separate bank account. This money gets sent to that bank account where for the time it sits there before it's dispersed to these doctors, it accures interest. And he takes the... In, yeah, whatever. He takes the interest and that he takes that money. It's embezzlement, pretty much. He doesn't take all of it. Yeah. He skims it, is what he says. Yeah. So, because... They make money. The company's making money now. Yeah, yeah. That's what he says to them. And and they're like, it's funny because what he does seems really obvious. You shouldn't just not make money on your money. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, wow. So that's, I was confused. I was like, how is he? I, I, get, I get it. He's skimming them money, but like he's making them a lot yeah, of money. He wasn't taking all of why it. Why are yeah. you not making in, why are you not making interest off your money that you have sitting in accounts? That makes they, no sense. Because it's the 90s. No one knew how to do anything. It's um, all bullshit. Yeah, and they have that business meeting. And he's like, um, they're like talking like, well, for the third quarter, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And Steven looks lost as shit. And then he gets up and has a laser pointer. And he's like, well, here's our sales for the uh, third quarter. And he opens up a new graph. And it's like, like shot into the air. <laughs> um, so he's like, uh, um, He's like skimming this money off their, you know, him and Philip are living this lavish lifestyle. They have this big house, these nice cars. Uh, Philip's like, 
where's all this money coming from? Like, are you doing something? And Steven's like, no, nah, nothing. I'm not doing anything, honey. And Ewan's like, all right, I trust you, but, like, you got to kind of know. I mean, yeah. Like, like with the, the amount of money they had, you got to kind of something. Um, anyway, so he uh, realizes that, you know, he's about to get fucking arrested for embezzlement. Um, he's in his car and he calls his wife. I love He this calls scene. his yeah, wife. Yeah, that's yeah, my favorite scenes. He calls his wife and he's like, hey, uh, just letting you know, I'm changing my new numbers and I'll let you know when I get new ones. And, and she's like, you going on the lamb again? He's like, oh, you do, you do know me best. And she's like, she's like, you really need to stop this. You're a really good guy. Um, and he's like, yeah, maybe they'll see that. And she's like, well, God does have a plan for you. And he's like, well, maybe this is God's plan for me, looking at me under a magnifying glass. Um, and then he goes on the run, essentially. He goes home. He's like, hey, honey, let's go on a vacation to Key West. Just really super fast. Pack super fast. And Ewan's like, I knew it. You're fucking doing Another something. Another let's do a surprise vacation yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, eventually Ewan ends up leaving. He he, he takes off. And as... Uh, as um, Steven is getting in his car to leave as well. The cops pull up, arrest him. As he's in the back of the cop car, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, can you go grab my insulin? It's inside. But it's not his insulin. It's yeah. Philip Morris's insulin. And the cops give it to him. He's like, diabetic. And Steven's like, yeah, what are you going to do? And he ends up injecting himself with all the insulin uh, to let you know how much money they had, because that shit's expensive. Um, uh, in the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But only a white dude, a white white collar guy would be able to get his medication when arrested. I have enough. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. Um so he injects himself with all of this insulin and goes into like a, a has a seizure and shit. So he gets put in the hospital again. Um he is sentenced to more prison time and uh so he does all these schemes to get out of jail. Uh the first one, he like uh, uh the where where did I have it? He makes so basically he makes a fake document like while he has this dude on the outside make him a fake bail bonds document because his his bail was set to nine hundred thousand dollars, so he makes a fake document that lowers his bail. As he's walking around and pre- they're walking through the hallways, this uh, this court attorney or whatever is walking past him and he drops it and he's like, oh miss, you dropped something and she's like, oh thank you and picks it up. He then calls another uh a. a, a the bail bondsman or whatever, like the judge company, he's like, hey, sweetheart, I have a, a, a bail deferment that needs to be passed through immediately. Can you slingshot that shit around the sun? And she's like, you got it, judge. And, <laughs> and he, he's always doing voices, Yeah, he's too. always yeah. doing voices. Jim Perry yeah. doing voices. Yeah, dude, Love yeah. it. And so um, then he calls. He's like, oh, can you give me the number to a good bondsman? And he gets bonded out. Um, then he gets rearrested. He... He's like calling every time he goes back to jail. He calls Philip Morris, and at one point, Philip doesn't. The next time, Philip doesn't answer, and he's like, "Damn it!" And like hits the phone against the the payphone thing. And one guy's like, "How long are you in for?" And Jim Carrey's like, "Not for long." Can you hit me in the face with this? And uh, <laughs> the guy beats his ass with it, and then he's in the infirmary getting his nose stitched up, and he steals the doctor's key card. And then while he's in his cell one night, he takes uh, the white. Uh, prison scrubs that they gave him, and he soaks them in, a, in his toilet with green uh, Sharpie in it to dye it green so it looks like a medical uniform. I don't know how well that would work because if I'm aware, those prison toilets don't have water in them. They are waterless toilets. Like, the water doesn't come out until you flush. Uh, I'm mm, like... Interesting. Yeah, like, prison toilets have no water in them. Um, so, uh, he basically dies... 
this uniform, but it works. He walks through the prison, shows the stolen ID badge, but it's just far enough they can't look at the face, and he gets through. He gets out of prison, just walks right out the doors. He gets arrested again. Um, he then realizes that members... Um, uh, la, 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 uh, members of Vice. Uh, what is okay? What is Vice exactly? Vice is the arm of the police department concerned yeah, you, with yeah, the drug activities. Unit. So it's they're like I it's like it, sex I, crimes, drugs. Oh yeah, prostitution, illegal gambling, pornography, and illegal sex. It's like guns, if the ATF drugs. had an even more bullshit yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> um. So um. Uh. Many of the things you deal with as a vice police officer aren't illegal in their regulated forms. Okay, whatever. So he notices that Vice comes through in and out the prison, and they just knock on the door with a radio. And then the the cops, the the COs look at them. And they're like, "All right, let them through." So he pays because those dudes are undercover. Yeah, a lot, yeah, so they're yeah, not yeah. wearing uniforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and and they're essentially they're detectives. So right, most yeah. detectives don't wear uniforms. They're not B cops. Um, so um, he pays a guy to get him some street clothes. Um, the street clothes that he ends up getting look like if Guy Fieri were a stripper. Uh, it's like hot pants with like a flame tank top and like a bedazzled crotch and some, uh, fishnets and like flats. And he's like, this is all you can get. He's like, listen, man, it's all I can get. So he, he, he's giving sandwiches to people like on the lunch duty and he steals, he gives the CO in the station a sandwich, but he takes a radio as he leaves. So he's walking through prison in these hot pants and like Guy Fieri stripper costume. Had a burp. Uh, okay. We drink but, a lot of energy yeah, drinks we do. before these. Yeah, but he knocks on the thing and they open it up and he gets out and the CEO just like, man, fucking vice, dude, weirdos. Uh, but he gets out and he uh, once he gets out of prison, he goes to see Philip, who is pissed because he opened a bank account under the name Doctor Philip Morris. And they think Philip is involved in all this. So he, Philip's looking at some serious time because they think he's involved in this embezzlement scheme. Uh, which is, honestly, that's, I like, if if Stephen Ray never involved Philip in any of this, I would be like, okay, I can, like, he did it, like, you know, yeah. so they could live this lifestyle. That's but, where I was But only. he put Philip's name on these things and, and, and incriminated him. Yeah. Uh, even though he had no idea what was going on. Like, that was bullshit. Like, that's fucked up. So he's facing serious time. And while he's having this conversation with uh, Stephen, or while he's having this conversation with Philip, the police show up and arrest him again uh, for escaping prison once more. Um, so they both get sent back to prison. They're separated. Uh, Stephen is then diagnosed with AIDS while in prison. Philip hears about this and is devastated. And before Philip can see Stephen, Stephen is transferred to a private, private care facility. Stephen and Philip have a heartfelt conversation on the phone. It's like honestly really sad. Kind of made me tear up a it bit. It is sad because uh, Philip's like Stephen. If you have to go, just go. Like and then like Steve, like Stephen looks out the window and he sees his mom calling for him and stuff like that. It's like really sad. Yeah, it's fucking depressing. Um, it's supposed and, to be like a lighthearted gay comedy. Yeah, no, yeah, it's not. yeah, it's not. Uh, it it made me tear up and almost cry. Uh, so he passes away from his d- disease. So Stephen, I mean Philip, uh, we're just gonna call him Obi Wan because it's easy for me. So <laughs> Obi Wan gets the news that uh, that Stephen has passed, and he's like, you know, he's devastated. They were like, even though Stephen was an asshole, they were like inseparable. They yeah, were I mean, love. and he sees Stephen's force ghost yeah, there yeah, too, yeah, right yeah. in the prison. Yeah, and so um, so Philip gets a call and is like, hey, you know, the CEO's like Philip Morris, come with me. He's like, oh, you know, where are we going? He's like, your lawyer wants to speak with you. So they open up a room. Philip walks in, and it's fucking Stephen dressed up as a lawyer. <sighs> and Philip just got done crying about him dying, and he's like, 
the the CO leaves and Philip slaps the shit out of Steven as he it should. It's like a real slap. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> dude, absolutely. Um, so Steven basically is like, hey, what's up? I starved myself for 10 months. Uh, I then faked all the symptoms of having AIDS. And then I paid somebody with the, he was he's like with enough swag you can do whatever you want in prison which is true uh, yeah, honestly true. very true um, he had someone falsify his records to put in a fake HIV positive diagnosis in his medical records then uh, he needed to get transferred to a private care facility and that was the hardest part of all this besides falsifying records so he saved up all the medication they were giving him and took it all at once and put himself in a medicated coma like yeah. that. He was like, that might've killed me, but like I needed to, and he did that because they don't have the resources. Yeah. To they deal don't with have someone in a coma. Yeah. They don't, so, yeah. they don't have the resources to deal with someone in a coma and they just don't have the resources to deal with like a late state AIDS patient. Um, <clears throat> so he puts himself in a medical coma so he would get transferred to a private. Is my neighbor's cooking something? Yeah. It smells pretty good. Um, but uh, he so they would get transferred to a private care facility because the prison doesn't have the, the means to take care of someone in a coma as well as in a late-stage late AIDS patient. He then calls the Department of Correction faking that he's an out-of-state sponsored doctor. He's a state-sponsored doctor. Sorry. Uh, he's a state-sponsored doctor looking for a late-stage AIDS patient for experimental treatment. And surprise, surprise, the prison system had one person eligible for that experimental treatment, and it was Steven. And essentially, they put him in a van and take him to some building, and then once they let him out and leave, he's like, see you later. Um, he then fakes like he's Philip's lawyer again to go get see him in prison. Then Philip's trial is coming up soon, so he's like, don't worry, Philip. I'm going to I'm gonna represent you. I got this. I can bullshit my way through it. Because Steven was a very charming... Like, this dude was very... Like, he, yeah. he could tell me whatever. Yeah, he yeah. could sell me whatever, dude. And I would be, I would be, I would be on the end of like his finger. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, Stephen acts as Philip's lawyer in the trial to get him released. Uh, they're in the courtroom. He's waiting to represent Philip. Um, like there's a scene, you know, he's getting paperwork from the desk clerk and he like hands her a flower and stuff like that to show like you know, yeah. it just shows how much of like a fucking he con thinks man about is. it to every detail. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's Phillips about to go on trial um, for the crimes. So I want to reiterate this for the crimes involving Steven and this company. He's about to go on the trial. He goes into the bathroom to use to take a piss. And he's standing there at the urinal and he looks over to the guy next to him at the urinal. And it's one of the it's one of the like heads of the company he embezzled yeah, from yeah, that he yeah. saw every day. And the guy, he, like, smiles at the dude, and the guy, like, looks at him, and he looks down and sees that the guy is wearing a juror uh, yeah, name yeah. tag, and he's like, fuck. <laughs> and leave, like, storms off, and Steven just sits there at the urinal. He's like, I'm probably about to go to jail. Um, and then it, like, goes in. It tells you actual things involving the crimes. Because uh, uh, the movie's over. Yeah, right? the movie. Yeah, that's, that's the end of the ends, movie. Yeah. Um, there, the last scene is Steven running... Uh, Steven running uh, from prison guards and one final escape. I wanted, I was going to say what it said at the end, but I know you're going to yeah, discuss yeah. that. Um, uh, I'll make a note that if to say it if you don't. Oh, okay, if, yeah. If you don't cover it. But also, um, one thing that really concerned me was like, one, the defense for the company, I guess, well, I guess it doesn't make, I mean, it doesn't make not, not make sense. The defense for the company was 
the like sister-in-law of the dude who ran that company that was like oh yeah above Steven. yeah and the juror was like the other that seems like a conflict That's a of interest hot case yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot of weird yeah the shit. juror was a guy they had whole in netflix documentaries about shit yeah, like this yeah but that is I Love You, Philip Morris. Phenomenal movie, 10 out of 10. Go I, watch it. You it's know, great. I, I give it like a 7 or maybe an 8 out of 10 because the one thing they don't do a very good job of is like giving like a reason or whatever for Philip and Steven to be in love. Like, I, they kind of just, they were like, they're in a relationship and they were cute to each other, yeah. but it didn't really feel like it or anything. I thought that was kind of weird. Like, I remember when it ends, like, I was like, I don't know who to feel bad for because I was like, who gives a shit? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like Ewan, I don't know what he was in prison for to begin with, but they do, I forget. They don't really say, um, but I feel like he, I feel like he, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he's the bad guy in this. If anyone's the bad guy, it's Steven. He kind of, you know, he should have known, Ewan should have known to say no and be like, hey, you're fucking crazy, bud. But like, you know, people do weird shit for love. I'm not saying what, you know, it's okay, but I think, I think Obi-Wan was just dragged along for the ride. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, so, yeah. the real story, it's yeah, kind of long, it. I'll be honest. And uh, to the movie's credit, it does a pretty decent job. There's, really? like, quite a bit okay. that's accurate. Uh, the movie is about Steven Russell, notorious con man, who purportedly has an IQ of 163. And uh, so the problem is, I, I was reading some book stuff about him and a bunch of different interviews and everything I could find, and... There's a lot of it that is verified, but it's a little hard to verify what Steven says because yeah. he's a con man. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, say yeah. He's a lie. Lying, so, yeah. In the 70s, he lived in Mayberry, Virginia. I don't know if that's Virginia Beach. It might be. Uh, working as a deputy officer. I saw in another interview that it said he was like volunteering as a deputy officer. I, I don't know. He I'm pretty sure. as a deputy officer? I didn't think that was possible. So, yeah, he was, I figured he was working it. Playing an organ at his church uh, on Sundays and yeah. everything, you know, fucking proper Christian man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's true that he pretty much just joined the police to find his mom, uh, his adoptive mother. He definitely did some shady shit abusing the telecom service and the National Crime Info Center to, like, yeah, find her. Yeah, but honestly, he wasn't I'm pretty sure what, what police officer doesn't. Um, I agree. I mean, honestly. I agree. The only reason when I was a kid I wanted to join the police force was to, like, not get in trouble for things. Like, <laughs> like, like that's pretty bad if, like, a kid is like, I can just join the police force and, and not like, get in trouble And it's like, I want to see my ex got arrested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so he did find her eventually and uh, discovered that she had actually remarried the same man, his father, and had three more children with the same man. Pretty but, shitty, but did she, but she be she straight up was like I don't want anything. Yeah, damn. I was like, whoa. I don't get that. Like he's an adult, so it's not like you have to like nurture him. Like just no. be like, hey, sorry, this and happened. It would be devastating to learn like, oh, you just went back to the same guy and made the same and kid. Had more. Kids. I have siblings, yeah. full siblings now. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, that's I, I think that's shitty. sad. I, that's fucked up. Um. So, uh, in the movie, his life change happens because he gets in a car accident, and yeah. he's like. Oh man, I almost died. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm done. That doesn't happen. Uh, his actually what triggers it is his adoptive father dies, and oh. he walks out on his wife and his 12 year old daughter, and moves to Houston to live as a gay man. And does not, he move to Miami? Uh, I'll in get the there. Movie? Hold uh, on, because I may. I may. No, he moves to L. A. Does he move to? I, yeah. I don't know why I said Miami. I'm an um, idiot. That comes up. He, he does. There is a Miami involved in this. Um, uh, no, yeah, it says he moves to Miami where he finds his boyfriend Jimmy. Uh, this was L.A., so... Okay. Well, uh, I'm talking about in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, the, uh... 
You know, he says about his marriage that he was like, I was just more attracted to men than women. And I was like, okay, so he's just bi. And yeah. I don't know, I was like, as soon as a, a dude, especially bi dudes, like, are in a relationship with a man, they're like, it's a gay yeah, man. Yeah, and he's especially in, in movies in 2000, whatever. I mean, true, like, Yeah, they're, they're yeah. like, they're, nobody they're, understood They're like, bi. bro, we're already doing gay people. Yeah. Bi people's way yeah, too complicated. Yeah, no, no one's going to understand that. That's uh, true. One of my favorite things in the movie was when he had that phone conversation where she's like, oh, you're going on the lamb again. He was like, uh, he was like, how Steffi, which is his daughter, and she's like, and his wife, his ex-wife was like, oh, she's a lot like you, and he's like, oh, interested in boys already. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he he, I think he was a uh, a bi dude, and he it was a pretty amicable breakup, and that's true. Like he did maintain a relationship with her and uh, his daughter nice. after. Um, let's see, I so yeah, he moved to Houston first, which I was like. Man, as a gay guy, okay, and shit. Houston, I mean, Houston's kind of popping in the nineties. I don't know. 90, I, I oh, didn't, is this, is this yeah, in the nineties? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, actually, it's nineteen eighty-five. So, oh, damn. and then he moves to L.A. Uh, three years later, and uh, L.A. is where he meets his boyfriend. Um, that I don't actually know if I had his real name, and I didn't. We'll just call him Jimmy. He does meet his boyfriend, but starting in nineteen eighty-eight, Stephen claims. That he was fired as a sales manager for a food sales company in L.A. because the CEO found out he was gay. Believable. Uh, definitely. That's not, yeah, especially yeah. in the 80s. But he yeah. is a con man, so yeah. who knows? He could have been stealing. Yeah. He cites this as the start of his spiral, leading to uh, him being arrested for lewd behavior and false passport <sighs> applications. He's also selling fake Rolexes. Nice, um, nice. He actually only goes to jail for the first time in 1992, so four years of this. Uh, for fraudulently filing an insurance claim on his hurt back. And that's another thing, like, looking across different sources, I've seen that he gets arrested for the passports and goes to jail for that, and the insurance claims not, aren't, but yeah. whatever. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's this way. Uh, so he's kind of won it all over the country for several yeah, crimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, Texas had him for 10 years of insurance fraud, Damn. six months of passport fraud, and then Virginia had 90 days of theft. Jesus. So he went to jail in Harris County uh, Jail in Houston. Uh, problem is, by the time uh, he's in jail, he has a boyfriend who is dying of AIDS. Uh, we'll call him Jimmy. Yeah. Looking at such a long sentence, he decides the only way to see his partner is to escape from jail. He did that, like they show in the movie, uh, studying the guards. He gets a t-shirt red and red sweatpants and a walkie-talkie. And that outfit made him look like an undercover officer. Yeah. So he just changed and walked right past the guards and out the front door. He found his partner, fled to Mexico City, and came back to the States after running out of money. Damn. Uh, he gets caught in Philadelphia after two years, and his partner dies less than two months after he's arrested. Oh, shit. That's sad. Yeah, that is really That's sad. That's really sad. That is really sad. Uh, on the upside, he did get a lot of time with them. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, His he, last few years, you know. Yeah, he yeah. never gotten that time. And he did it by escape. just walking right w out walking of Walking out of the, dude. Uh, yeah. The 80s were wild, Hilarious. dude. <laughs> so, uh, so now Steven's in prison. It's the spring uh, of the following year, which is now 1995, and he meets our title character, Philip Morris, who is not a cigarette company or anything. He's not related to that at all. Yeah. So bizarre coincidence. Yeah. And um, so they quickly fall in love. He's basically described as like a porcelain skin cherub, which I was like, that is Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like that's good. <laughs> um, and But I also set, found a quote where Steven said he liked his Lolita in distress air, which I was like, that's disgusting. That's, yeah, that's very uh, gross. Yeah, that's that's uh, alarming. Yeah, I actually never looked up the age difference. kind of wonder. I'll, um, I'll look it up. Hold on. So Steven's stoked to take care of Philip, so he decides to get a job. They 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 All that stuff about... 
uh, getting him in jail and all that. That's true. Uh, and like he keeps Stephen in jail or not Stephen Philip in jail for a longer time to stay with him, so he can't go back to his ex. Okay. And uh, so eventually they get out, and he makes a fake ad for a CEO position at a Fortune 500 company, and uses the resumes he gets to make a fake one. So he applies for a job as a CFO of a massive health management organization and gets the job. That's true. And that's how he did it. He just, like, got fake – he got other people and cobbled that's it insane. together because the business is all bullshit. That's insane. I cannot find the ages. I think it said Stephen was, like, 50-something. I wonder – yeah. Uh, I would imagine, you know – He's Phillips. 61 now. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So he works there for four months. His salary was $85,000 a year. Which is quite a bit. I mean, especially you know, back then, especially like, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. He's doing well for himself. Um, and uh, but he is like buying Mercedes and shit, like eighty six grand Mercedes, yeah, and new houses, ski yeah. boat, all of it. And um, he does do the plan. He asks real. He does the <clears throat> puts their money in an account and raise the money and skim off the top. And the company actually said he was like one of the best. Uh, CFOs they've ever had. Really? Isn't that insane? Why did you, why did you let... Wh- 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 why? Imagine going to college yeah, to get a job. And then they're like, this dude who was really good at talking was the best CEO. And it's like, also, also like, I get it. He was embezzling. I understand. How, I wonder how much money he was. 800 giving. grand. 800 grand is how he much stole he stole 800 grand. Over a, cor- over a course In of four, four months? four months. Yeah, okay, I get that. I was like, <laughs> I'm like... He had a sick scam going. Yeah, he honestly oh, yeah. could have done that for years if and he years. Took less money. If all he did was take like ten grand yeah, a month, yeah. you know, uh, no, he stole eight hundred. And grand. if you were the the head of that company, that's like this is the best CFO we have. We're making so much money now. You could be like, hey, bud, do you want to raise? Like, yeah, we just stop. We, maybe you can steal a little bit less money. Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. like, can you just? I, I don't care less. about the stealing. Yeah, yeah. it's either we like, didn't know we were gonna get this yeah. money. Uh, Steven said that some of his inspiration to rob the joint was seeing executives at this company pressure uh, insurance agents to get patients out of the hospital faster, which oh, is okay. something that he dealt with with his sick partner. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I get that. I, I mean, also, I you know, rip off insurance companies. I fucking hate them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, they probably got all their money back anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. And what's cool is all that money goes in the economy. They get to buy those cars, and those people get money too. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, so he's in jail. He gets arrested. They find out, obviously. Yeah. And he's in jail by the end of May 1996. So let's see. It was spring of 95, so it was like a year of being free. Um, he is facing a 45-year sentence and a $900,000 bail. 45 Because he got out of jail. That's true, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. And uh, he has, you know, there's other crimes that he hasn't been caught uh, but also, they throw the book at the people who robbed other rich white people. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, he does actually inject himself with 40 insulin shots. Jesus. Same scheme and oh everything. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Uh, he did, you know, uh, Steven says he did it to try and kill himself, but Philip Morris himself thinks that he did it to buy time to think in the hospital. I which is that. what I believe. I, could, I don't I believe he tried to kill yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Either way, he wasn't that interested in being in jail for half a century, so he called a district clerk office, impersonated the judge, reduced his bail to 45k, wrote a fake check that bounced, and got out. Got a that's that's hilarious, dude. Hilarious, that's insane. He got caught in three days, bro. If hold on, but if you still like, if you were, 
if you were a... It would just feel so good. Yeah, yeah. and if you were an intelligent individual in, like, the 80s and 90s, you could just, like, a hyper-intelligent individual, you could do whatever you wanted, Anything man. You, you could get over on anyone, bro. <laughs> the and, internet has really caught up to people, yeah, you know? know. It's yeah, hard yeah. to con now. Yeah. Um, so he stews for about five months in prison. Fi- grabs himself a pair of white prison scrubs, dyes them green with some magic markers, and walks out the front door. True as fuck. <laughs> he like walked up to the front door lady, waited for her to get on the phone, and so she was just like, yeah, whatever, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and knocked him through. And uh, he walked out, convinced a passerby in his doctor clothes to give him a ride into town. He's like, I gotta get doctoring. Yeah. And uh, grabs Philip, flees to Mississippi. Cotton ten days. That's uh, cotton, yeah, cotton yeah. Ten days. Ten days. I, I wonder how Good they. Sca- it's real. Yeah. He actually in one of the interviews he talks about like a tip. You need to be very slow or else it'll streak. So it's real. He did do it. That's crazy. Isn't that That's hilarious? So, I wonder how long it took him to color in a fucking white. Yeah, out of or... I mean he was there for five months. It could have taken a yeah. while. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I don't wonder... think he needed the water or anything. Yeah. It didn't matter. I, I wonder how he, he got going... caught. Yeah, I think that's. But in the movie, in the movie, he's like. Breaking open the sharpies and dumping and like squeezing. Oh out yeah, the, that's the probably not into it. the I mean, toilet yeah. to die to like soak the clothes nah. and die. No, the, you, he would. Damn, he really sat there the whole. Because when he gets arrested, he's got like he doesn't have a shirt on when they're pulling him out of the motel, and he's like tinted green from the shirt. I wonder how they caught him. Like where they how they I mean, found dude, him. He's just you just got to make a trail. Yeah, like buy yeah. stuff, steal stuff, whatever you know. Um, and so. They gets caught, and now he's looking at a fucking massive sentence. And uh, I'm not going to say it all, because you talked about it. The entire faking his death thing with AIDS, totally real. Really? 100% really? to the letter. Does oh it all. Oh, my God, dude. He was never once tested for AIDS. That, so I, I forgot to yeah. say that, because in the movie, he's like... He finally, it's, he's finally getting out. He, like, fakes being the state-sponsored doctor or whatever. And he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, luck would have it. The do- Department of Corrections had one eligible patient. Uh, patient. He gets put in the car and he's driving away. And he's like, and all this time I was in the hospital, no one ever thought to give me a single AIDS Isn't test. Isn't that nuts? He's like, fucking, 80s and 90s, he's bro. Like, yeah, he's like, fucking Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's true. Dude. Yeah, he faked it all. That's everything. crazy. He chose this method specifically because Texas allows lethal force for escape attempts. Oh, so this yeah. was the oh, safest way yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he even actually sent a death certificate. But this dude is so fucking wily, they were like, we need to make sure this is real. Yeah. And they just, oh, really? not normally, yeah. they do that, but they went and investigated. They're like, all right, let's go see if he's dead. Yeah. Let's go for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. I bet he wasn't expecting that. Either. No. How, how could you, though, honestly? like, I, So they they were on the look for him. Um, he tries to secure a $75,000 loan from a bank bank in dallas probably pretending to be a rich man the bank gets suspicious calls the feds he gets arrested damn he almost convinces the arresting officers that he was a different different man but the texas department of criminal justice told the officers don't believe anything this man says <laughs> ignore every word out of his man if they're like we'll cover you if it's the wrong dude we understand yeah, like, just do not believe a single thing that comes out of this man's mouth so he gets arrested and for his final arrest he gets 144 years in prison it's 45 years for all the scams like he was gonna get yeah and 99 years for the escapes jesus he, now he sits in supermax prison in solitary confinement allowed out of his 
cell one hour a day. He spends 23 hours a day in a tiny concrete cell with Dude. no furniture. Oh, my God. He spent upwards of a decade without touching another person was not allowed to view the, the movie based on his own life. <laughs> he has not made another escape attempt in 23 years, and he's majorly depressed, and his body's falling apart due to the complete lack of amenities and quality yeah, of food and restrictions yeah. on his movement. Uh, he does get a lot of mail. He, you know, he was getting a decent amount for a while yeah. just because he has friends. But yeah. when the movie came out, he started getting thousands. And he's actually maintained a pretty decent relationship with his daughter. Okay. Yeah. That's um, cool. I think that's cool, too. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that's a big reason he hasn't escaped again. Yeah. Uh, he regrets none of the escapes or scams, which, is, I don't know, mm. scamming old people is kind of shitty. Yeah, it is shitty. Um, but he does regret not getting to see his daughter more is what he says. Yeah. <clears throat> As of December of last year, he's eligible for parole. Really? You need to start a fucking letter campaign or something to get this guy out dude, on parole. I, yeah, Do it I, with your TikTok yeah, or whatever. I, dude, honestly, because, like, he didn't hurt anybody. No. He didn't kill anybody. Like, no. Although, man, if you do this and he does scam a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be canceled. I'll never be able to return to the that internet. That would be dude. so funny. Um, so but in- I mean, I think he wouldn't. I, he does it, like reading the interviews. It kind of does seem like he's pretty over it. Yeah. Although, although there, I, I read a bunch of different interviews because he's been interviewed for like a decade now. So all of his escapes were on Friday the 13th because that's the birthday that uh, – that was Philip Mer- Morris's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in an interview I read about him in like 2009, the reporter just is like, huh, so when is the next Friday the 13th? And he's just like, boom, October. He's really? like, he knows it. Yeah. So he's – you know, I wonder he's if, on his mind. I wonder and, if Philip and him even communicate anymore. I'll get to that. Okay, okay. And in 2010 – there was an interview where he's telling a reporter about how he used to plan his escapes. He, and he, like, gives an example. He's like, you know, why is that room open? When's that woman get off the phone, you yeah. know? The reporter later realizes there's a real room. He's describing a room, and there's yeah. a woman on the phone. And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, so, observant, you know, bro. I kind of wonder if for a while he was like, maybe I'll do this. But uh, there's two reasons. The kid thing, yeah. and then the other is Philip Morris has never written him. Really? They, they don't maintain a relationship at all. Steven says that he loves Phil still, but Philip doesn't visit the prison. And he wrote him a few times, like, after the first few years, but after that it was over. And um, fun fact, Philip Morris sounds exactly like he was depicted in the movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. he has the accent and everything. Um, he says that, that it was true Stephen from jail stopped Philip's probation from being reinstated to make him stay at Harris County with him so he wouldn't go to his ex and be sure that Stephen would get out of jail before Philip. So, so... He describes uh, himself as a victim of Stephen Russell. Well, I mean, kinda, yes. Stephen, so what you're saying is Stephen literally stopped Philip's probation yeah to keep him in prison longer. Yeah, that's shitty. That's I can so understand why. Shitty. I can understand why but he also, talk to him. I don't know. It's you know the dynamics of relationships like that are weird, but yeah. he did date him forever after. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, and and like we mentioned, how the fuck could he not know that he was pulling those scams and making all that money? Yeah, like, that's true. That's I, that, true. That doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. With I, all that, all the things they were buying and the money. Um, so in the movie at the end, it yeah. says so. It says that the reason Philip got, I mean, it's the reason Stephen got so much time. Um, is because um, one of the officials the 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 that are involved that was involved with sentencing him, I think it was the the prosecution's attorney, whatever. I don't know. She was the like 
or he was the brother-in-law of of the head guy of that company. I couldn't find anything confirming that. Yeah, that, I, I kind of wondered if that was some Stephen bullshit. The, yeah, but the movie—I don't know—the movie said it like it was true, like it was. Like yeah, one of those no, things. I, I yeah. couldn't find so, anything. But about I mean, it. that's what I was curious about. I was like, uh, he got so much time because. They were that person was related to them. And he got so much time because he escaped so many. Yeah, times. no, like, he embarrassed the Texas yeah. criminal system. Oh yeah, which they wanted to I'm make like, an example out of him. Which is shit. I'm yeah. like, you know, in Germany, you don't get in trouble for escaping from prison. You don't get extra charges really? because the desire for freedom is innate. Yeah, you know? honestly, yeah, and also as long as you don't hurt anybody. If this guy if, and he didn't, he didn't. No, he walked this, out if, the fucking front door. If this guy can escape it that easy, then like there's something wrong with but, your, you know. The ultimate takeaway, like, his sentence is ridiculous, but he's getting parole. The The thing that's really ridiculous is that he's in Supermax. Yeah. That's fucked. Oh, yeah. That is, Solitary yeah. confinement for a decade? Like, are you fucking kidding me? You will not be the same person. And I'm like, I want him to escape just to be like, fuck you. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Him escaping Supermax would be... Legendary. Would be absolutely legendary. Yeah. And it's like, you know, um, the whole fucking... Uh, El Chapo's like taking yeah, notes, taking watching note, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the fact that he is in solitary confinement is fucked. super fucked up. And because... they just did it because they're they looked bad. Yeah, be, yeah, because fuck they, you guys. They, because they, if anything, and he, he talks about this, they should hire someone like him. He uh, could beef the fuck dude, out of yeah, their security. He would. He would Steven's be, like, I can get out there, yeah, there, there. He there. would be great. For... But Stephen mentions he's like people like that don't listen to people like me, and I was like, that's true as fuck. That's also true. They would never listen, especially to him. people who are like so in power that they're like, what I say is like word. And you, have oh this, yeah, like a warning. Yeah, yeah, you have this guy come in who's like, hey, these are all the flaws in your prison right now that you need to fix. You're like, no, my prison's perfect. My prison's secure. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, then I, I escaped them like. Five times, yeah. so I would know a thing or two about how you're the flaws in your prison system. I hope. I mean, his scams. It seemed like. I mean, he scammed insurance companies and banks and stuff like that. I did he no, scam, and old people. Did he scam? Yeah, old that's people? why I went to prison the first time. Was be, or like one of his first times was part of that was because of the Virginia scams and the uh, uh like also yeah, the okay. steel. Yeah, okay. I do. Stuff like I do that. remember he like. Uh, or am I thinking of someone else? He like. No, I'm thinking of someone else. I got two things mixed up oh, okay. about someone like saying, "Oh, we're investing in businesses, blah 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 blah, whatever." But still, that's crazy. That's still the dude's a god. Yeah, unbelievable. Honestly, honestly. You know, and, and what's cool is finally, thank God, we made a movie about something that's not so bad. Like, yeah, it's, for this was yeah. an appropriately handled movie. Yeah, it was not. A, it was. It was a comedy kind of, but it, wasn't, it was serious yeah. when it needed. You yeah. know, you're not laughing about a dude with AIDS dying. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like. uh and it does acknowledge sometimes that there are victims to his crime. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, I'm not sad about an insurance company. No, I don't give a fuck. They're, get, they're gonna steal. get that money. Steal, yeah. steal, steal. Yeah, they're gonna Rob get that all. money back. They're stealing us yeah. from us. You know, For real, fuck yeah. them. Yeah. That's but, insane. And, and, you know, the company was like, he was honestly awesome. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fuck him. They're like, he's great. I, I I don't know why the company wasn't like, hey, man, could you just steal less? And then, <laughs> they like, could have kept him, making yeah. us more money. Um, I wonder if we wrote... Uh, Steven, if he would write us back. We should. We should try, yeah. We yes. should definitely try. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he responds to his letters. Really? Yeah, he gets a lot. So. Dude, we should uh, We should draw up a letter and, and yeah, find out his that information would be sick. and send it to him. That'd be great. But we also, could... I mean, we should get him. He should get parole. I think he should, He too. should get parole. I wonder if he's going to make... I don't know. I wonder if the Department of Corrections is still going to I worry to about that. I mean, at least get him the him. fuck out of yeah, Supermax. Supermax. That's yeah, ridiculous. Because I, like, I understand Supermax... He's not violent. ...for like, violent predators and stuff like that but like for somebody and who was just escaping and you 
like putting someone in solitary. He gets pushed around now with a wheelchair. He's not gonna fucking escape from prison. It's he's his body is ruined. What if the wheelchair is the long con and he's <laughs> like, they like put him in regular prison and he's like, all right, see you later. Son of a bitch. Uh, what one last Dude, hurrah, I, that I would wouldn't be. trust anybody after that. Yeah, though. honestly. Yeah. Uh, seriously, seriously. Well, fuck your sob yeah. story. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, I But yeah, I thought the movie handled it well. It was it was super accurate. Honestly, you could watch the movie and tell people what happened and be like, Yeah, you know what happened to Stephen Russell. How real that like how how real It doesn't even need to be fictionalized. Mm -hmm. It's so nuts. Like that dude really lived that fucking life. Dude, that's bananas. That's I know bananas. You know, and now he's sixty and I'm like, that guy's lived twenty lives already. Oh yeah. It's crazy. He's I mean who can say that they've escaped from prison five times That's or whatever? That's so and awesome. Like, and, and a place that is without hurting a person, without hurting a single person, has escaped a place that is meant to keep you inside and to keep you locked up. And he was like, "I'll just walk out the front door. I'll just walk out the front uh, walk door. Out the front door. That's insane. Yeah, great bro. movie." Yeah, great, great actors. Go, yeah, yeah, I go recommend watch the movie. Too. I love and, and the movie. Uh, you know, I would, I when I first saw this movie it was a long time ago, and I just thought about it for the podcast and. Uh, when I first saw it, I looked up a lot about it. No one wanted this movie. Like they, really? they could barely sell this to a studio, and the movie didn't do well in the box office because it was like way ahead of its time. Yeah, and that and I feel I, like a Netflix documentary about this dude would be great. Would be huge. Yeah, and I feel like also maybe people like didn't know really know a lot about. Uh, Philip Morris and the things he did, so they just saw this. Or, so, I'm sorry, Stephen and the things he did. You know, and all the articles pretty much stop at, like, 2010. There was, like, one in 2019 about how he might get parole, but, like, yeah. you know, he, he isn't well covered. It's kind of, like, old news at this yeah. point, you know. And, I mean, honestly, the Brian Collars thing was kind of the same shit. Like, yeah, or the Brian true. Wells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I call him Brian Collars. That that's awful. Up, <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, um, that's... What a phenomenal story, though. Yeah. Highly recommend. Uh, I mean, I forgot to warn at the beginning that we were going to spoil this movie completely. Oh, well, I mean, that's But that kinda, has to be understood. Yeah, you have to know that because we talk about it. I still movie. think after watching it, you can you watch it and it's good. Yeah, because Jim yeah. Carrey's killing it. You yeah, know, it's, I fucking it's fun. Oh, I love Jim Carrey. Ian McGregor does a great job as well. Um, yeah, dude, we should write Steven and see if he Yeah, let's do it. I'm super about let's that. Do let's do it. Uh, we'll draw up a letter and everything like that. Um, Other next movie we're doing is Bernie. Bernie, yeah, we're gonna cover Bernie next. If you haven't seen it, it is a movie with Jack Black in it, and a definite like role that Jack Black. You, I don't know, it's not a role he's, you would think he's like he a did. subdued, quiet, yeah, nice guy. Yeah, very, Jack very Black, not Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's who we're going to be covering next. Super good movie too. Um, Guys, if you're listening to this, just watch the movie before, yeah. and then you can like Play, listen go to the podcast along with this. and be yeah, like, "Oh yeah, yeah. shit, no, was, all that was true." That's a not. good idea because it's a fun like with, with I I didn't know anything about this Stephen Ray. Uh, Stephen, yeah, Stephen Russell case, and I watched the movie and I was like, "Fuck, I wonder how much of this is actually true." Uh, Most, but it seems like also with a lot of you know the movies. What did we cover last time? Painting Pain Gain. Painting Gain was to the numbers. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these are actually very accurate, except the 30 minutes or less. 30 minutes comedy. or less was the most egregious. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. Most fucking awful. Uh, but yeah, Bernie is still recovering next. Thank you uh, for stopping by. If you want some more true crime, you can go to my YouTube channel, just Snaxton, or you can look at. Find a link to that at allmylinks.com slash snacks and official. 
Uh, send we, us mail. Yeah, send us some mail Give at snackspacksmail at gmail.com. <laughs> Don't forget to rate and review, subscribe. That's how we get this podcast in front of people. We would very much appreciate trick it. Trick your friends into listening Yeah, trick to your it. friends into listening to us. Ask them um, what kind of podcast they, they like and tell them that's the, what this that's is. That's exactly what we are. Yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't oh, care Oh, they like what, book reviews? Yeah. We're doing that. Yeah, we're doing book sure. reviews now. We The sky is the limit here. Uh, but thank you so, so much for stopping by and talking to us. I think this is a great episode. Damn, we got it under an hour, yeah. too. That's crazy. Kill it. Uh, but next week, we'll be covering Bernie. We hope to see you there. Be safe, everybody. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourselves. Uh, wear a mask, get vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, what else? I hope all the good things happen to you. And wear a mask, get vaccinated. Be safe. Bye-bye. <laughs>